Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. And I'm Chieko Dunham. Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies one minute at a time. Minute. Or. My minute. There's another way to say that. Uh, minute. This, today, this episode, we are talking about Castle in the Sky. Minute 52. Minute 52 of Castle in the Sky begins with the battle cruiser docking at the fort. And General Moro is pretty excited about it. And it ends with Sheeta gazing out her window. So we don't see what that netting is or whatever it is. What netting for? There's like the on the tower below the below the battle cruiser. There's those we can see like three. Oh, that or like right. uh, three. What would you call them? The three structures, bars, or bars, not bars, mm, three, three, like, you know, when you like put a cabinet on the wall, you get, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't, they're not, if they were facing up, they'd be spires, but they're going out yeah. to the side, so like three little side spires, sure. With like wires strung between them, mm-hmm. kind of look like. And I, we saw those before, and we speculated this probably has something to do with docking or something. But yeah, I don't see how they're used. We see them dock. We see this thing dock, and I don't it's, know how they're used. The way it docks is interesting. How so? I don't know. I just it like it stays in the air what do you at do? like a point. Like it connects to the tower by one small point. Right at the nose. Right yeah. at the nose. I don't know. I thought it was weird. So I don't know what those, what that netting or whatever that the structure is on the tower. That yeah. We were just talking about. Are they antennas of some kind, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. The other question I had is how are they going to board this thing? Right. <laughs> I don't know. There's like, we get a closer look under the ship and there's like a tiny door by the nose oh yeah so do you think there's like a like a stairwell or a ladder that comes down from that yeah i wonder and that's how big that freaking thing is that the the big stairway looks that small i I suppose and then that stairway goes down to that like first landing yeah you would not like boarding that way would you no (laughs) no I wouldn't, wouldn't either. I guess that has to be it. I don't see any, any yeah, other way. Yeah, I don't see any other way unless it gets on the ground. Or it has like some hangar inside it that they take those planes that we saw them. Yeah. Uh, when they were arrested, Pazu and Cheetah. Right. It's big. It's a big it's honking huge. thing. huge. Bigger than the fort. Probably holds more people. Probably, yeah. General Moro is very excited about it. Yeah. A magnificent vessel. Fune's vessel. Fune's ship. Fune's ship. Vessel. That's fine. Yeah. And then he asks about Shita. So so he he says that Tsubarashi Fune. What a magnificent vessel. Right. Do you think he's he's saying that kind of like he's never seen it before? Do you think he's seen it before? No. You don't? don't. This is the first time he's seen it? I think this is the first time he's seen it. Is it. is it a different branch? 
of the military? Do you think this military has like separate, like we have the Air Force, the Navy, or do you think it's all just one branch, one unified branch? Hmm. Like why hasn't he seen this? He's a I general. feel like, oh yeah. Hmm. I feel like this ship is new. Oh, it could be. It's yeah. a good thought. And like maybe they recruit they recruited more men, but they were stationed by the ship so that they could like show off this giant ship to General Moro and also provide more troops and more equipment at the same time. Yeah, I mean it sounds like he hasn't seen it before. Yeah, he it, could be just bragging. He could be Tamuska. <laughs> Tamuska, but I feel like the tone of his voice is like it's pretty sincere. Like yeah, a it kid. seems really sincere. Yeah, yeah so General Moro is a lot like a bratty kid. Yeah. Especially later. Okay. You just saying, watch out for that. Okay. All right. I'll keep an eye out. And Muska's Muska's stance, his pose. One hand in his pocket. Yeah, he's totally casual, yeah. He's so nonchalant about it. Nonchalant is a good word, yeah. Yeah. He's got that smirk. I don't know how anybody can take him seriously with that ascot, though. <laughs> he looks he looks too much like a very pretentious noble. It's like little Lord Fauntleroy. <laughs> he does it somehow. Yeah, so General Moro asks about, uh, about Sheeta. And this guy's like, I need... I need more time. Please give me more time. General Moro is so excited about the ship that he says, forget the girl. Come we'll on. I don't mind. Just get her on the ship and she'll talk. We'll squeeze it out of her. So their plan is to just take her on the ship. Yeah. And just be cruising around until they find out where to go. What a smart idea. I guess. I mean, she did escape a passenger ship. Yeah. But... I would would you take the risk of jumping off of a giant ship like this if you were? Shita? I wouldn't take the risk of jumping off the first uh, ship yeah. that she jumped off. Right? Are you kidding? It's not really the size of the ship; it's just how far the how high you are. Yeah. I guess she would do it again. <laughs> Yikes! I don't think she was trying to jump off. She was just trying to get to the the next room. The though. other room, yeah. Oh yeah, she her hand slipped right. Yeah, just the. I mean, it's convenient for the story to have them already in the air or getting ready to get yeah, be in right. the air. But operationally, like, are you just going to cruise around? I guess this thing is already assigned to maneuvers. I guess just cruise it around until she finally tells you directions. I okay, like, yeah. Uh, okay, sure. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it would be smarter to keep the ship there and wait for her to spit it out on ground. Yeah. So that you're not wasting as much fuel. Yeah, exactly. And resources. Yeah. But okay. Or if you need to call in somebody else to help. They don't have to get on a... Yeah, they don't have to find out where this ship is. Yeah, right. right. But I feel like General Moral is too ex- like so excited about the ship that he wants to get on it immediately. Yeah. Maybe they're going on some other bombing run or something. <laughs> he wants to show off. Maybe they're going to position it over her. Over her... Oh, my god. Over her old farm and say, talk or we'll bomb the... Are they, Darth, this place. are they Darth Vader? Gosh. <laughs> In a way, you have helped decide where this station will be tested. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then we cut back to the flyers. Yeah. Flying low. Flying. Do you think these guys have low. radar? Are they flying low to avoid radar? Or? I don't think they have radar. I they don't think they, they do. They would have used radar to find the Laputa, right? Right. Why are they flying so low, though? 
easier to navigate? Well, Dola heard the through code that the battleship was going to be in the air. So I feel like if she flew high, she might bump into it. Okay, it'd be still easier to spot. Hmm. Yeah. And how long does it take them to fly? Uh, well, Dola the, says it's almost dawn. It's almost dawn, yeah. So when did they start out? This goes back to our... <laughs> Oh, yeah. Discussion of when Pazu arrived at his shack. So it was... Right before sunset? Sunset, yeah. So or Right at sunset? I guess at sunset. So they're flying like for six for, hours or geez. something? It looks like that. That's really long. Yeah, which means... Pazu walked... Yeah, like days. Days, for days. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. Or they just sat around talking for a long time and well, eating. No, because Dola wants everyone to get ready immediately. Yeah, they, they didn't sit around after she heard the message, but right before that. Before that. That whole conversation maybe was took a lot longer than, than it looked like. Mm, maybe. Yeah. Doesn't quite... Doesn't... Doesn't quite add up. Yeah. Oh, well. They're flying. <laughs> They're flying. And it's they almost pass, done. They pass by a flock of geese. Yeah. Flying along a river. They pass by with, like, fenced areas, so I'm assuming those are farms. Yeah, do, it kind of looks like, do they go through the fence? Do they go through the fence, or is that just the camera that goes through the fence? You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's just the camera for, like, effect. Yeah. It's a little bit, a little narrow for... For... A, flapter. Yeah. It's a cool effect, though. It's really cool. Just these subtle, every once in a while, weird camera things. Yeah, it gives you a better sense of how fast they're going and almost like the urgency. Yeah. And once again, we get the the change color scheme to tell you that it's... That it's... Dark. Dark. Yeah, because it's interesting because before the flapters look brown. Yeah. And their pants look brown and now they look bluish. Yeah. And Dola's hair looks purple. Yeah. When usually it's, what is it? Is it it's, red? It's bright pink. Bright pink. No, not bright pink. It's like a, a lighter pink. Okay. It's pink. And then we cut to Shita. She's looking out the window. She sees a solitary bird. She looks sad. Yeah. She looks like exhausted. She does. And we zoom in on her face. And then we hear faint crying. And the bars of the window start well, to fade. Well, we see the bird, right? Yeah, we do see the bird. So this is this could be the bird of prey that it's might going to feed on those pigeons. Yeah. Yeah. And then we zoom in our face and that'll continue next minute. Yep. Is that it? Yeah. All right. See you next time. On, on Ghibli, Ghibli Minute. minute.